welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start with Jennifer Takagi. I'm Jennifer, a former climber of the corporate and government ladders turned leadership development entrepreneur. I'm a leadership coach helping you transform your office from feeling like a prison cell into a playground where employees are energized, engaged, and eager to work. Stress is reduced. Productivity is increased. Communication is seamless because playgrounds are much more fun than cubicle cells. Leadership development might seem like hard work, but leadership done right helps you create the team of your dreams. Each week, I'll bring you an inspiring message to pave the way to your successful journey into a leadership role. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. Jennifer Takagi with New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start, and today I'm honored to have my friend Ashley Hurley with me. Ashley is the Director of Marketing for M2M Recognition, and uh, we have a lot to talk about on influencing employee engagement and why recognition matters. So Ashley, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to join me again. We tried to do this last week and I had internet problems, so thanks for making time for me a second time. Yeah, no problem. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you very much. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, M2M recognition, what it means, what it is, and how you got there? Uh, yeah, no problem. So MTM Recognition, we have been um, a company since 1971, founded by Dave Smith Sr. in 1971. Um, and the original idea was starting out uh, making awards, so awards and trophies. Um, and over the years, got some uh, got some really good accounts, built up a really excellent reputation in the awards business, and had an opportunity for some growth uh, later on in the early 2000s by acquiring the Employee Recognition Division of Jostens, which is a household name, of course. Um, and through that acquisition, we uh, the company grew exponentially and uh, became not only an awards company but also uh, an employee recognition company, and they really felt that it was the best of both worlds. So employee recognition, yes, it's service awards, milestones, things like that, but it's also desktop awards and custom pieces as well. And that's really where we are today with the company is the best of the customized symbolic physical awards and pairing that with online recognition solutions to enhance employee engagement and the employee recognition experience overall. Um, and I got to MTM recognition, oddly enough, in true millennial fashion through a Google, a Google search. I was uh, in my senior semester, my last semester, senior year of college, and I was Googling communications internships in Oklahoma City. And I saw a result uh, for MTM recognition on the first page. So yes, SEO is very important, people. Um, I clicked the link, found out more about the company, I submitted my resume, my application, and I got a call a few days later, came in for an interview, um, and it just seemed to fit really well uh, with a manager that I had at the time um, and with the HR department and all of those things. So I was brought in as an intern during that last semester of college, and they were flexible with my class schedule, which is also very important to me. Um, and then they actually hired me on full-time in October, and I, was, I started as a communications um, coordinator, if you will, and luckily I have been 
blessed and privileged enough to be able to um, work my way up, if you will. So starting out as the communications coordinator, taking care of, um, you know, trade shows, things like that, and then um, just adding on more responsibility from there. And then I actually did a little stint in IT for a while. I wanted to be a tech nerd. Um, so I worked in IT for a little while. And that really led me to um, where most of the growth for my career actually happened. Um, and being, being up in IT with those guys, I got to um, watch the development of our platform, Carousel, um, and I got to see it evolve. Um, and that was really instrumental in what would be my next career position at MTM, which was the Carousel uh, Sales and Marketing Manager. And uh, had that role for a few years. And then um, in implementing new things in that specific role, was able to um, accept a new role um, of Director of Marketing, which is my current title. So that has been a summarized version of my career path here at MTM Recognition. Well, I love the fact that IT led you to where you are now, because for some people that wouldn't seem like a logical leap, but it can be a totally logical leap um, on getting where you need to be and want to be in the end. And I listened to a, an interview recently of Mary Barr, Mary Barra, um, who's the CEO of GM, and she said, I never looked for the next job. I just wanted to do the job I had to the best of my ability, and they mm -hmm. basically came after me for the follow-up. So your IT position kind of led you into your next big thing and your next big thing. Yep. I, I want to talk about this recognition app because I recently facilitated a class for um, the state of Oklahoma, and the title of it is Influencing Employee Engagement. And I love the fact that the state think that, thinks that that is important and they have the class, but the struggle becomes when you're in city, state, or federal government that they say, we can't do that. We're, you know, our hands are tied. Our employees don't want it. And I try to stress that number one, even if you're the person sitting there saying, I don't need recognition, I'm just paid to be here and do my job. Number one, everybody wants recognition. And number two, just because you don't want it doesn't mean that everybody else doesn't want it either. And so you kind of have to bridge that gap. But I'm really interested in this recognition app and how that works. Yeah, so I mentioned Carousel a little bit earlier, and that's our uh, web-based platform for employee recognition, or one of them. Um, and we've also, along with that, we've paired it an app version of it as well. So we have an app version for iOS devices, devices as well as Android devices. And I mean, really, that was a, a sales necessity, um, but born from customer feedback. We have customers all across the world. Um, and they were really asking for a, an app that people could access from their phones because guess what? Um, in current culture, not everyone is sitting at their desks anymore. Not everyone is sitting in their cubicle all day long. Um, but every, just about everyone does have a smartphone. They have access to email, things like that. So that was a step in the right direction in making the employee recognition programs um, and meeting them where employees were. So yes, we've got the online platforms and things like that, but the app is just absolutely critical because um, it does a number of things, but one of the most important things that it does is it really, really fosters um, 
timely recognition. So if I'm in a meeting or if I'm working on a project or walking the shop floor and I need to recognize someone or I'm thinking about it right then, I can pull out my phone and I can send recognition in a matter of seconds versus um, before, you know, a platform or an app type situation. You would have to remember that or maybe write it on your whiteboard or, you know, write it on a sticky note and then submit a form or tell HR or, you know, just a lot of um, steps for recognition. Well, we've eliminated all of those barriers via the app. So it's accessible from anywhere. Um, and it really uh, just grows and enhances the peer-to-peer -peer recognition and even manager-to-peer recognition experience because it can be timely. And everything, all of the badges are already set up in the app for you. Um, so you don't have people just making up things on the fly. All of those recognition moments are aligned with your core values and with your mission. So everything ties together really, really nicely. Well, and I, I love the peer-to-peer -peer piece of it because that's often a piece that's overlooked. Yes. And we had a thing in my career at one point where you could um, recommend a peer. And at this moment, I just threw a blank on what it was called because I've been gone too long from that. But you could recommend one of your peers. And so you'd fill out a little form and say, you know, I'm Jennifer and I recommend Ashley because blah, blah, blah. And it really meant a lot when one of your colleagues noticed what you did and then, or the contribution that you made. And then it meant even more when it came from somebody that didn't even work in your area. Like somebody in another division recognized your contribution. So that peer-to-peer -peer piece really cannot be minimized at all because right. it's so important. Yeah. And, and the manager to employee, of course, is critical. It is. Um, you know, we've got a bunch of data and statistics. Manager employee is extremely important. Um, don't get me wrong, but personally, and in seeing how in all of, across all of our customers, how peer-to-peer -peer recognition is so critical to the success of any sort of recognition program. Peer-to-peer -peer recognition is so strong because um, everyone has access to it. You're empowering everyone um, to recognize anyone else at the company. So you're opening up those lines of communication and creating feedback loops. Um, and peer-to-peer -peer recognition, another benefit of it, sometimes managers don't pick up on everything. Um, you know, there's a lot of people to manage at companies. They, they're they gonna miss something. That's just the nature of, of work sometimes. And peer-to-peer -peer recognition picks up things that managers may miss. And that's a really important component of peer-to-peer -peer recognition. And the other thing too, with um, really any recognition platform is having all of those comments and all of those recognition events um, captured in one area. Anyone can say thank you on an email, right? But emails get buried. So if you have a platform or an app or one central location that you can go to, to see all of your recognition, not only see your own recognition, but see anyone else at the company, you can see their recognition, that's key as well. Um, it's transparency, it opens up, um, you know, opportunities for discussion and um, just the spreading of good news at your company, right? By, by being able to see um, what everyone else has achieved at your organization, that's a really powerful tool as well and creates camaraderie and just multiple other benefits. But absolutely, peer-to-peer, -peer, um, in my mind, is one of the most important things you can do um, for your employee recognition experience and your ultimately your culture because that's really what's going to change your culture the fastest is that grassroots organic peer-to-peer -peer recognition um, simply just because of, of more manpower. 
And some people forget about that company culture and we have to create it. And I, oh, it was just over a year ago, I was fortunate enough to be selected to speak at the state um, human resources conference, which was a really big deal to be selected. And I, I was fortunate enough to hear one of the keynote speakers at the very beginning. I think he might have even kicked off the conference. But his whole talk was centered around how management in America and pretty much worldwide was based on the early 1900s and the factory type workers and the uh, what, what do I want to call that? Assembly line, assembly line. Yeah. And, and you can't be on an assembly line and decide that you want to use a nail instead of a screw. It's not right. going to work, right? You have those discussions outside of the assembly line. Yes. So having managers who just were, oh, let's just be brave on a Friday and say they were dictators. You do what I say or you're out of a job. That's just yeah. how it worked. And I've had people in some of my um, classes that I'm facilitating say things like, well, why do we need employee engagement? Well, aren't they getting paid to do a job? Why can't they just do their job? And I think some people are having a harder time moving forward that we can't operate in that mode anymore and they yeah. don't understand why. And they think it's solely a generational thing. And I think, the, I think I was born in the wrong generation, actually. I might be a baby boomer, but really, I think mentally, I'm not a baby boomer at all. <laughs> so I was at a multi-generational workforce class, and this woman who's even older than I am said, I don't know what's up with this. I don't think it should be age. I think it should be mentality on, you know, where you fall. So yes. it, I want to, I just want to throw that out there. It's not necessarily an age thing, but it, it's entrenched. It's your morals, your values, how you were raised and you get caught up in this is the way it should be. So can you speak just a little bit on why creating a, a business culture is important and why it's important to engage your employees instead of being a dictator. Yeah. Oh gosh. That that's a, a good question. <laughs> a loaded question. I could speak on that topic all day. How much time do you have? Um, but overall it's no secret. I'll, I'll just kick off with, um, you know, nine times out of 10 people don't leave jobs. They leave bosses. And that, that is still true to this day. And as our work, Work has evolved, you know, since the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Like I mentioned earlier, not everyone is sitting in a cubicle anymore. Um, work is becoming more remote. Uh, millennials make up, I believe it's almost 50% of the workforce population now. Um, and they have a different set of needs and a different set of um, demands. And they just work differently than previous generations do. And that's not, that's not a unique idea, right? Um, you know, the generation, the boomers, they worked differently than the traditionalists. And that was an adjustment as well. You're always going to have those generational differences um, and just keeping those lines of communication and, and really turning on that understanding instead of just telling people what to do, but listening, observing, and trying to really understand why is this millennial asking to work from home for half a day? You know, you never know what's underneath that surface there. But the bottom line is work is just changing. And really the, the timeline and the evolution of recognition, employee recognition has changed as well. So uh, like you mentioned, you know, paychecks. And there still is that mentality of, 
well, we don't need employee recognition because they get a paycheck. That's how we recognize them. While paychecks are wonderful, we, you know, everyone likes those, woohoo. Um, those supply, if you go back to, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, our paychecks supply very basic needs, or they should at least. But if you want a culture that's thriving where people want to show up to work on time, they want to show up every day, um, and you're going to curb things like absenteeism, turnover, employee engagement, and the employee um, experience and the employee recognition experience is going to be a critical part of all of that. So yes, you can have you know robots who come in and do their job for their paycheck, but who wants to work in that environment? I don't want to, and you probably don't want to either. Um, and culture is what makes your organization unique. If you have a family-oriented culture, embrace that. If you have a culture of innovation, embrace that. Um, and in the hiring process, bring in those people who are going to fit in the culture because you can, you can hire or we recommend hiring for fit and then teaching for skill, right? Because you can't necessarily teach fit. That's a much harder thing to do. Um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Um, hiring for, hopefully you can edit because, that out. Yes, no, no, because it goes along with the culture, right? If you yeah. hire someone that fits into your culture. Right. And it, they you, have aptitude, you can teach the skills that need. You can teach the skill set too. And, you know, that's not a new concept as well. But, you know, the way that work is evolving, that's becoming more and more of an important factor in hiring. Um, so employee recognition started out as, as a paycheck, right? And then in the 70s or 80s, it turned to lapel pins. You know, you received a five-year lapel pin or a 10-year lapel pin as, as recognition, something you could physically wear as a symbol of your hard work. And then in the early 90s and 2000s, it transitioned into a choice program where if you'd been at a company for 5, 10, you know, 15 years, however many years for a milestone, you received a little booklet with options um, that your company had curated and you could pick one of those options. So you could pick um, a company polo or a globe or, you know, a luggage set or something as a recognition, as a culmination of your years of service for that company. And then um, in around 2010 and after that, we really saw a huge shift in uh, solutions being technology-based just because to keep up with the changing layout of the workforce. Um, as I mentioned, millennials make up, I believe it's almost 50% uh, or very close to that of the workforce. Um, and, you know, millennials may not want that pamphlet or that that packet to flip through. Um, we like to shop online. You know, a lot of people like that. So, um, and that's where those solutions came into play. And that's really where the culture thing became a, a bigger aspect too, and tying culture to employee recognition because they're very closely related. They have to go hand in hand um, to have a culture, a good culture that employees want to be a part of. And we've also changed because as you were talking about going from a paycheck to a lapel pin to a booklet where you can choose what you want, so much of that was tied to your years of service. Mm -hmm. And so like working for the federal government, we would get a five-year pin, 10, 15, 20. It was every five years. Well, at some point, I guess because they decided that $1.97 pin, because you know they buy in bulk, mm -hmm. um, it was too expensive 
they decided you wouldn't get your first one till 10 years and then they would skip 15. So again, it was the federal government. Seriously, you can't pay $1.97 for that pen. So that, I mean, it, it lost some of its oomph. But what I love about what MTM offers and what you're providing as a solution is you can give feedback consistently and it's not years of service. Yeah. Right. It's that, what you yes. contributed. And that's, that's another key thing for culture and any employee recognition program. Yes. Milestones are absolutely important, but there are other things you want to recognize for too, right? So if you have um, a sales force, you want to recognize for hitting sales goals or sales achievements. Um, a lot of our customers have wellness programs, customer service programs, so you can earn recognition for a myriad of things and not just your service milestones because um, you're celebrating all of those different achievements and accomplishments that happen outside of those service milestones. It's no secret. People don't want to wait five years to be recognized. Um, I don't think anyone wants that. While you appreciate that, that service milestone recognition, um, you know, it would be a little bit demoralizing to wait a whole five years to receive any sort of recognition. Um, and that's really where these other programs come into place. And that's where, that's one of the strengths of the carousel platform is housing all of those different programs in one location. So yes, you can see your milestone achievements, but you can also see your wellness achievements, um, customer service, your teamwork badges, even training badges and certifications. Um, you can recognize for all of those things and see those in, in one spot for your whole entire company. And that's when alignment happens and that's when it becomes a really powerful thing for your culture. And so when we use the app and we've got all this um, technology-based recognition going on, then is there a way to pull that together like in a quarterly newsletter or a monthly newsletter? I mean, how does that work? Yeah, so we have different widgets on the platform of the app to where we can celebrate, you know, the top 10 performers for the past 30 days, the past quarter, the past year. Um, you can set those up on a dashboard. We can set those up in a report that gets mailed out. Um, for us, we do, we celebrate our monthly top achievers or top performers. We also celebrate our quarterly um, top achievers as well as annual uh, top achievers as well. So then you have cascading recognition, right? Um, and that's a really cool thing too because people can see the results and it adds a little bit of a, a competitive factor to it. I'm a little competitive myself. So I enjoy <laughs> seeing that in sort of a scoreboard manner. Um, I enjoy seeing that top 10 list because I know, you know, these are people who are really working hard every single day. So we recognize the top performers, but we also have a widget or a list that shows the top 10 people who are giving recognition because we think that's a really important sign of engagement too, is how frequently people are giving recognition. Um, that tells you a lot about the individual and the department and even managers as well. Um, and you know, the data, the science tells us that employees at a minimum need to be recognized at least once a month. Um, for millennials, you can go ahead and cut that time in half because <laughs> we need a lot of feedback. Um, <laughs> we do. I, I'm a millennial, so I can say that. Um, but being able to see who's sending those badges and who's receiving those badges and who those top performers are, that's also really key. So we've got some built-in areas um, where we can show things like that, and that's a really powerful tool as well. Well, I love it because quite often recognition happens twice a year 
or your yeah. feedback and that's you know your mid-year review and your year-end review yep and I'm a big proponent that your year-end review should be no huge surprise right there should have right. been discussions throughout the year so it's not a shock and some managers just don't get that and yeah. they, they think it's fine you know twice a year that's how it was built by HR that's what we're gonna do but it's really more than that and you want to create that culture where people want to come to work. I had the opportunity to retire or relocate and I had such a horrible boss for eight incredibly long years that I was scared to death that when I, if I moved, I was going to end up still working either for her or with her oh. and I wasn't going to do it. So I took early retirement, a huge cut in my retirement, but that was so worth it to me because I'm such a happier person and I would have ended up again working close to her and just um, the way she treated people, just listening to her on the phone, the way she treated people created an immense amount of stress for me. So I, I made a choice and you know, I'll toot my own horn. I was an excellent employee because I wanted that recognition. I wanted to do a good job. I wanted right. an A on my report card every year. So right. um, I was going to do it no matter what, you know, come hell or high water, I was going to do the right thing. Yeah. But at some point when I had the opportunity to run away from that, I didn't walk, I ran. I was out the door and they lost a huge asset in somebody who had been a huge contributor for 20 plus years. And it was the culture that had been created and yeah. I, hopefully it's better. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, but yeah, no, it's real. It is. And you know, managers as managers, we have such an important role in the company, whether we realize it or not. Um, if you have, you know, younger employees, I mean, younger, or older, doesn't matter. Um, but especially if you've got some younger ones, they're, they're looking up to you. Um, whether you realize it or not, you may be someone's mentor um, unofficially or officially. Um, and if managers, I know we've all got a million things that we have to do, but if you can slow down for a second and A, make sure it, you're treating people with respect at a minimum. But um, something else that we talk about a lot here is the, um, the languages of appreciation, the five languages of appreciation, similar to the five love languages, which I'm sure you guys are all familiar with. Um, but taking time to figure out which language of appreciation is the most meaningful to your employees, to the people that you supervise, will pay off dividends. Um, it's worth the, the five minutes it's going to take. Um, you know, the different languages, words of affirmation, um, you know, physical, you know, word, thank you face-to-face -face time, thank you notes or notes of appreciation, handwritten notes. Um, gifts is one, of course, and, and there's some other ones too. But making that recognition personalized in that capacity, that's going to go a really long way in connecting with your employees. And at the end of the day, you're, uh, I, you know, I want to know that my boss has my back and that my boss supports me. And that's really what we're all looking for. Um, from a workplace culture. So just keeping that in mind and realizing it's, it's not all about you. And if you're not developing other people constantly, you're doing it wrong. And part of the piece of that learning people's love languages or languages of appreciation, people want things done differently. 
Yes. So one person might want to be called up in front of the whole office and or the whole company and be recognized and somebody else would be mortified yes. to have to walk up there. I had a situation once where an employee had not gotten her um, service award for her time served awards for several times because we had a director who believed you had to come to an all employees meeting and come up in front of everyone to receive your award. And when she saw the agenda for the all employees meeting, she refused to go because she didn't want to be called out in front of everybody. Yeah. Me, of course, I was jumping up and down and skipping down yeah. the aisle like, woohoo, you know, I hit 10 years or whatever yes. it was. Yeah. So you have to, it's, an, it's a manager's responsibility to know their employees and meet them where they are. Yes. If they want to be called out in front of everybody, for heaven's sakes, call them out in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. If they do not want to be called out in front of everybody, do not do it. Exactly. And it goes back to what's going to be most meaningful and most impactful to that specific employee. I, Jennifer, I would agree with you for my service milestones. Yeah. I'll get in front of the whole company. We're going to have a big old party because that's a long time to be at a company and that should be celebrated. And some of us are okay with that very public recognition, but you have to understand that not everyone is like you. So, and I even have, you know, some people on, on my staff, they, they're not comfortable with public recognition and that's okay. So what we do is instead of gathering a whole company, we're going to gather our department or, you know, it's just a, maybe it's taking them out to lunch in a one-on-one -on -one situation or presenting them their award um, in the office. You know, that's all they may want, but having that discussion or getting a feel for that ahead of time is going to be absolutely key. And like you said earlier, just because you don't want something or you may not see it that way doesn't mean the other person or your direct reports or your employees, you know, see it the exact same way because we all know communication it gets messed up very, very easily. Um, so just have those conversations ahead of time. That way, that, that big milestone that they've achieved, it can be celebrated in a way that is most meaningful to them. That is so, so crucial. And you can't emphasize enough that you just need to ask them. Yeah. I, I want to recognize you for this. And I know how I want it done for me. How can I do it for you to respect you, your boundaries, and what you like and appreciate? Oh, my gosh. Do not call me out in front of the whole company. I can't do that. Well, what yeah. about just our division? Right. Okay. Well, now that would be okay. So it, it sometimes I, I found the biggest mistakes I made as a manager is I would decide how it should go. And, and I would move forward and then I would find out that was a colossal mistake. <laughs> and if I had just asked the question, I would have saved myself a whole lot of heartache and of course hurt feelings because I thought I had done a magnanimous job and they were like, uh, no, <laughs> you know, you can't do that. So yeah. it is a conversation. It is. How can we do this? Exactly. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, that some, I mean, some people may view that as an uncomfortable conversation, um, but I think the the results are going to be way more beneficial than any uncomfortability you may experience. Awesome. As we wrap up, do you have anything else that you would like to share on why recognition matters and why our listeners really need to embrace it more than they already are? Oh, yes. I So just going back to, um, 
you know, everyone has autonomy and employee recognition. Everyone. I don't care who you are. If you are the lowest ranking employee, a middle employee, a top ranking employee, recognition, employee recognition is everyone's job. If someone helps you on a project that they didn't have to, or they stay late when they didn't have to, or, or something of that nature, make sure that they know that you appreciate that effort and you're reinforcing those things that are going to benefit your culture. Um, because ultimately that's going to help the company as a whole and benefit the bottom line. So my biggest piece of advice, don't wait for a manager or for a director or for, you know, a big wig to do the recognition, take it upon yourself and recognize anyone. You know, if, if I'm, um, a marketing coordinator, I'm going to go ahead and, and recognize um, a director or a VP if they helped me out or answered some questions that I had. Don't be afraid of lateral recognition, recognition going up or down. Just take it upon yourself to change the culture yourself or foster that culture of recognition. It's everyone's job. Oh, I love that. So with all that you shared, I've come up with like three key things. And if you think, you know, there should be a fourth or one reword, reworded, the first is recognition should be timely and done regularly. Yes. You don't wait till the end of the year. You do it as it happens. Yes. The second is your recognition should be aligned with your core values and your mission to continually support those. Absolutely. And then recognition, if you don't want to do it, if you're adamantly digging your heels in the sand going, no, 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 I don't want to do it, they get a paycheck, consider the fact that appropriate recognition, appropriate, did you notice I said that? Appropriate <laughs> recognition will, in the end, curb absenteeism and turnover. Absolutely. And it costs a ton of money to train a new employee. It does. Costs a ton of money. Ashley... Thank you so much for yeah. your um, insights and guidance. And I, I love what your company does and what you have to offer. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right, thanks. Bye. Thank you for joining today. Please hop on over to iTunes to leave us a review and share our channel with your friends and family. Head over to TakagiConsulting.com slash gift for a great free gift. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and TakagiConsulting.com. We would love to hear from you, and may your days be filled with more success than you ever dreamed possible.